I may not be a practicing hoe, but I'm a hoe in spirit. On this episode of The Commercial Break... The guy said I live two and a half hours away from the bar. You know what I would say? Did Go you to set a, up your music? Yeah, did you set up your music? <laughs> you set up your music. You need to get some candles, put them in your car, light them up, get the music playing, keep the engine running, have a condom tied to two little strings. When you open the door, you slide right into it. <laughs> Pants down, condom on. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is the CEO of Cash Management, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. You're doing a terrible job, by the way. Terrible job. Me? You're fired, Cash Management. <laughs> <laughs> it just slips right out of my fingers. It does. It's just a wild west of podcasting. <laughs> <It is. laughs> just always chasing it, never getting it. There you go. How's it going? How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the very... Well, I'll, I'll move on from that. I don't want to bitch and complain the whole episode. You know, you wake up in a mood sometimes. Yeah. I'm in a mood. You are. I'm in a mood. I don't know why I'm in a mood. I'm just in a mood. Well, let's be positive. It probably has something to do with Amex calling me every 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Green. Mr. Green, you're 45 <laughs> days late on your payment. Would you like to make a payment now? Well, you can press that button all you want. <laughs> Pretty sure you're going to get the same answer from the do, bank. Do you take? Do you take? Do you take Visa? Do, do you take Queef Coin? Do you take Queef Coin? Because I am rich in Queef Coin. I've got three million Queef Coin in my in my fart wallet. It's the safest right. place to put it. It is. Yeah. Let me talk to your manager over there. You guys need to get on this leaf coin. Yes, this is Mr. Amex Manager. How can I? How can I? You know what the problem is? My kids keep playing with my damn thing. Yes, they do. Now the battery's broken. Hello, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. Hello, this is the manager of American Express. How may I help you, Mr. Green? Yeah, listen, I know I'm just a couple days late on that payment, but what I'd like to do is I'd like to offer you a limited opportunity to partner (laughs) with my brand new NFT slash coin altcoin called Queefcoin. I'm sorry, did you say Queefcoin? I did. Don't be alarmed by the name. This is all the rage. Essentially, what you do is you take a real-life Queef, and you put it into your internet box, and it comes out, and it makes Queefcoin. I'm sorry, sir. We just take a check. You're missing out on an opportunity. What if you pay me $1,000 to talk about Queefcoin? How would you like unlimited inventory on the commercial break? Yes, we've heard about the commercial break. I'm telling you what, we're going to pass for now. But uh, Call us back in a couple of years when you start getting paid on that show. Uh, you don't take Queefcoin? I said no to the Queefcoin. Okay, well, I'll call you back when I get some money. We would appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Queefcoin. Uh, almost as valuable as Dogecoin. Mm. <laughs> Dogecoin. I looked at it. it was, Chrissy and I were talking before the thing, and I'm like, I wonder what that Dogecoin is at. It, I, I go, oh, it's at 81 cents. Wow, it really did well. What I missed was the point zero eight one cents. It's actually 8 cents is what it's at. <laughs> but Bitcoin is doing well because a couple of days ago or a week ago, however long it is. I don't know, the time gets lost in this podcast. You know I know, what I'm saying? it really does. It really does. We don't have mm-hmm. like a normal nine to five schedule. Yeah. I don't even think, <laughs> even though it seems like we work all the time. Uh, but whenever it was, the SEC, the Security and Exchange Commission, sent off a tweet and the tweet said that they were going to approve regulations around some fund that had Bitcoin, Bitcoin. attached to it, yeah, right? I saw like that. a hedge fund around Bitcoin, I think is basically the premise of it. And uh, then they immediately had to put out a press release saying that they, in fact, did not do that. A hacker had done it. They had not put on two fa- uh, two factor authentication on their Twitter. So a hacker had gone in and made that announcement. They had no <laughs> announcement to make around Bitcoin. Then the very next day, they send out the exact same tweet and said, "This one's real." <laughs> it's <laughs> like, are are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Really? 
Now get. <laughs> now get. This one's real. This one's real. And so uh, the price of Bitcoin apparently is is rising surging. again, surging because now finally there's some. They think there's some legitimacy. I do think that altcoin has its place somewhere. Decentralized banking yeah. has its place somewhere. Um, still don't believe in those NFTs. <laughs> still not buying into that bullshit. <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> My new NFT collection. Queef. <laughs> By Brian. By Brian. By Brian. It's going to be like those. What are those tests that they give you? The Warshack tests? <laughs> it's just going to be a bunch of Warshack tests. <laughs> Ever taken a Warshack test? The ones with like the ink yeah. and the stuff. Yeah. The blotted ink and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, I, I've taken a couple of those for various reasons, right? Uh, mainly my <laughs> mental stability. Yes. Recommended it. <laughs> yes. uh, and I always get really nervous that I'm going to say the wrong thing. It's really hard to say the first thing that comes to your mind. I don't think there is a right or wrong. Isn't that right? Well, <laughs> if you say like, you know, dog with his head chopped off. Well, now we're going to get a violent tag on YouTube. <laughs> well, nothing's new there. <laughs> Nothing so. new there. But you say like a dog with his head chopped off, well, then right. clearly there's a problem. That's there. what I'm saying. I think it just yeah. provides insight into your brain. Yeah, so I just say love to all of them. Love. 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 <laughs> One love, Mon. <laughs> One love. <laughs> did we? Did you see the Bob Marley movie? Yeah. The you one did? From years ago? No, the, the new one. Oh, the new biography. No. The new movie that they I put out? Not. I not. I've only seen the commercials a couple of times on TV, very sparsely, right? Maybe like two Where times on TV. Where is it? Don't know. That's a great question. Where is it? Because you would think that a movie about Bob Marley, like a biography, would do really well yeah. with a certain subset of human beings, that being most of us, right? right? There's like Bob always, Marley. Yeah. He's fucking Bob Marley. Yeah, he, um, well, there was one, I know when Jeff and I were first dating, so that would have been about 12 years ago, um, that had just come out, and we went to oh, the Oh, that was the, the documentary. That was really I good. I saw that. That was really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, you're right. Barb Marley movie. Burb. <laughs> Burb. This goes in conjunction, because I'm going to be going to Jamaica, Mom. Oh, yeah. Soon. Oh, February 14th, Valentine's Day is when it comes out. Oh, cool. And it's called One Love. Um, you're where, gonna be going where to, is it playing? At the movie theater, I guess. Oh, at the theater. Yeah. Uh, not on the one billion streaming services that no. I have a subscription to. I'm sure it will go there eventually. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, we we like, I had to get rid of a few of the streaming services. And now the kids, the only thing that they want to watch are the things that I got right. rid of. And mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, listen, I, you, do, you really don't need another streaming service. You've got everything <laughs> you need with the 12 we already have. Do you need the extra six? Do we need like, you know, uh, I don't know, what the shit max or whatever the fuck <laughs> it's called now. Like, do we really need that? And my son, and one of my kids is just like, he's desperate to get on this one app that I canceled because I don't need to pay twenty five ninety five a month. Every month. For yeah. another app. Which has the same movies. And then there's this other problem where the kids think the movie is different on each app. So you can get like the movie Sing. Sing is a movie for yes. kids, right? And they get It's a really cute movie. It's a lovely movie. It's actually entertaining. I like it. Is. it. Yeah. yeah. And the songs are good and all that other stuff. So you can get Sing on multiple different platforms, but you have to pay for it if it's anything but I think Netflix or whatever. Mm-hmm. So my kids are desperate to get Sing on Amazon and Direct TV. And I'm like, guys, you have this movie already. Why would you need... No, it's not the same movie! It is the same movie. No, it's not. It's Amazon Prime Sing, not Netflix Sing. And I'm like, guys, it's not different. It's no different. It's hard to explain to these kids. I, I wish I could just speak their language. You know, they say, like, get down on their level and, you know, talk to them in, in, in like, adult language, but use words that they understand. Yeah. I'm down there trying to fucking do calculus <laughs> with my kid. I'm like, see, if you move over to Amazon and then you minus your bank account by twenty five ninety nine, <laughs> and you take Netflix and you add five ninety nine plus commercials that you have to watch, and then you move over here to HBO Max where the same movie is playing, but for twenty two ninety five, unless you have Verizon, and then if you have Verizon, you get a free for six months, that equals daddy's not spending any more fucking money on Sing. Right. <laughs> yes. I have you on my on two, a couple accounts. Too. You do, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I... Sh- you know, I share all of my accounts yeah. with people, but now Netflix, of course, is is taking a stab at at trying to reduce that. And I've actually, I think I'm a part of that because I've actually been kicked off of Netflix <laughs> a couple of times. And I, I believe it's because people in Venezuela are watching my Netflix account. I probably shouldn't say that here on air. They're going to target me. Like anybody from Netflix is watching. <laughs> no. Netflix, if you're watching, I have a, a great television show idea for you. It's called The Commercial Break. <laughs> Uh, so back to the Rorschach test. You take those Rorschach tests, and I just get nervous that they're going to like think that I'm weird if I tell them what I really think about that. You, have you ever taken a Rorschach test for yeah. any reason? Yeah, you have? I mean, just kind of for fun. Let's see here. Okay, ready? Here we go. 
Are you going to show me? Yeah, something? I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Ready? What do you think of when you see that first word that comes to mind? Like a wolf. A wolf? Yeah. Okay. You're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> All right. Now, what do you? Now, I want you to look at this one and tell me what you think you see. A bat. A bat. Okay. Yep. It's getting darker and darker. <laughs> <laughs> things are things are looking problematic for Chrissy. All right. Now I want I'm you to look with at my animalistic yes. self. What do you see when you see that one? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's like two hands. Oh, two hands meeting together. Yeah. See, I see an X-ray of a penis and a uterus. <laughs> that's what I see. I'm not even kidding. So that's why I get afraid to say the real answer. So then I just make stuff up, like you know, butterfly. <laughs> Puffy dog, Rainbows. Rainbows. Hearts. <laughs> and of course the psychiatrist knows I'm lying. Yeah. So that's probably more problematic <laughs> yeah. for him. He's like He's dark lying. thoughts, murderer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had one of my kids' birthdays over the weekend. Yes, you did. One of my children uh had a birthday. She's very young, and so it's a birthday that doesn't count in her mind because she'll never remember it. Right. It's only for the edification of the parents. So we allow the kids to invite some of their friends so that they're not bored. And then we rented this like little play place area, you know, like a little tiny play place where the kids slides and stuff like that. So the kids can have fun. And Astrid does the pinata. God, she's so good at those. So good. I just was talking to her about her helping me make one for the boys. Yeah, you should have do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how she does it, but it's so good. She was so trying good. to tell me. Yeah, it's no, amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's it's actually a lot of work. As yeah. I've watched her now construct, you know, I don't, I, let me do the math quick in my head. Six, <laughs> 30. Minus one, 37 of them. <laughs> yeah. She does it for my birthday party too. Oh. So we have this pinata and then we're in this like little party room where they have tables and food and stuff. And my father-in-law, who, I, Brian, <laughs> he finds a way to string the pinata up on the room. I mean, he's like banging stuff into the wall and he's got this pulley system going on and there's six ropes and one person holds this and the other one shakes that one and he pulls it back and forth. So it kind of moves up and down when the kids are trying to hit it, you know, it gives yeah. them a little game to play. And he is the one who's having the most fun with this, by the way. <laughs> Love My it. father-in-law has the most fun with the pinatas. He just loves it. He thinks it's so entertaining to watch the kids yeah. and try and get them to miss it. Yeah. Right? Well, here's the problem. You got a bat-like structure in one of these children's hands. They're ages three to seven or nine, you know, they're like young kids. And they swing so wildly because they have no idea how to swing. And all the other kids are in a circle. So we have to keep backing them up and backing them up. They want to inch in so they can get in on the action when it happens, right? Well, some of these kids, I don't even think they've ever picked up a bat in their life. And no, understandably, they're probably too yeah. young, right? So they, so I got, sometimes I got to help the kid, you know, go up there and grab their hand and help them hit it. But then some of these kids are just like, I don't know. It's like Motley Crue in a hotel in 1984. They're just swinging wildly around the room. And I swear, Chrissy, I, I was really worried that I didn't have the kind of insurance I needed to cover right, this kind of activity exactly. because these kids were going at, some of these kids were going at it and they were coming inches from the other kids' heads. And I kept telling the kids, I'd sound like a total asshole because I'm like, back up, back up, back yeah. up, back up. And all the parents are like, geez, settle down, dude. And I'm like, no, you settle down because you're going to sue me if one of your kids ends up with an eyeball Bloody sticking out nose. of its head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then there's like one kid who is a little bit bigger and a little bit older than all of them. Uh-huh. He is also much more aggressive, I guess is the word to say. Like, he's not afraid to get at it, you know? Yeah. All the other kids are just like little kid. You know, they're just kids and they're, you know, bam, bam, bam. they're kind of hitting it with a little daft touch. And some kids are swinging wildly, but they're not swinging aggressively at it, right? Yeah. This kid comes good. up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Boom. Chrissy. Yes. Yes. He's like Bruce Lee. I mean, he's like... And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he's screaming at it. <laughs> Somebody give that kid a Rorschach test. I know. He was taking out his frustrations. <laughs> yeah. And then he t- and then he finally busted it open. I knew he would. He, he was the one that did it. He busted it open. Yeah. So then Astrid's like, Astrid says, okay, now, Brian, spread it out. Don't let one kid get everything. Spread it out. Spread it out. Right? <laughs> All the kids are in a thing. And I don't really understand what she's telling me. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll spread it out on the floor. Let me, I'll open yeah. it up and it'll spread out on the floor. Yeah. These kids are, it's like. <laughs> it's like jumping. Yes, they're playing for the national championship. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are. Face ah, diving ah, into yeah, the candy. Grabbing each other's faces, hands and mouths, <laughs> kids kicking kids, diapers coming off. Every, it's like a scrum. <laughs> I feel like we're having a rugby game. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm picking kids up by the scruff of their neck. Just like, we'll give you some. Settle down. 
<laughs> it was crazy. Oh yeah, when candy's involved, um, all bets are off. Kids, once they get that taste of sugar, mm-hmm. it is all over. It's game over. That's all they want. So we take our. So this whole thing happens, and all the, we make sure that all the kids get the appropriate amount of candy. And then Astrid, smart girl, smart human as she is, decides to do no candy for the gift bags. Yes. Gift bags. She just hands this gift bag. It's got some toys in it. It's got some art things you can do in it. And she hands them and we go away. We get back home and the baby, the one who had the the birthday, birthday. Yeah. it's a tradition around the house that you get your first sugar when you turn one years old. Oh, That's when you get your first sugar. A little taste. You get a cupcake, right? Or a piece tasty of cake. Teener. Get a little tasty teener indeed. <laughs> you should have seen it. Oh. We put the cupcake in front of her. Everybody's videotaping. It's a big yes, crowd. And yeah. she's like, huh? <laughs> she sticks she's very cautious so she sticks her finger in there uh-huh. she's like trying to figure out how to grab it right. she's putting her hands around it but not touching it right she's like yeah going like this <laughs> afraid it's going to explode or something right she <laughs> throws her hands back yeah finally she puts a finger in there and she's like chrissy the it didn't take up. 15 seconds before this <laughs> cupcake was directly in her face <laughs> She was like, that's what we always. That was a tradition in our house too, to let the kids just um, go go at a cake. Mm, yeah, you know, just do just, it. Just dig their yeah. hands in. And it's so eat much it. fun. We have pictures yeah. like of all the kids doing this, and it, it's so yeah. much fun. But this one got wound up like a top. <laughs> we put her down on the floor. She started crawling in circles. I'm not kidding you. She was just like going in circles, round and round and round. <laughs> Sugar 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 sugar, 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 sugar. And of course, Blue is over there just licking her face. Oh, like, <laughs> right. Goddamn dog. Get away from her. Can't we leave it alone for a second? Come on, Blue. Can we have one nice thing in this house, Blue? Please. For the love of all that's holy. Blue. Oh, I don't know what to do with her anymore. I really yeah, don't. Yeah, you, you, you just have to accept things. Well, so I know. I, I do. I say let go and let God. Yeah. For- Four years. <laughs> Four years. And it's the same thing every time. Blue! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> Wait, yeah. Blue! Blue! Stop it! Stop it, Blue! I know my mother-in-law told me I need to take a deep breath. And I'm like, you do. You know what it, you know what Chinese water torture is? <laughs> this is what this feels like. Yeah. And I had to explain what water torture was. You know, the drip drip on your forehead, oh, right? right? So I yeah. had to explain that after some, I think the first four years of her life, I just accepted it as a part of having a dog. Mm-hmm. Then the next two, I started to grow more agitated and irritated. And now I think I'm in full-blown sensory <laughs> overload. Because anytime she starts barking for no reason, I just go ape shit. I'm like, Blue, shut up. <laughs> but I, I say and, that to her, and, and then she it, barks at me. Exactly. Yeah. It does no <laughs> it doesn't, good. Doesn't, it doesn't do nope. anything. <laughs> And I'm not going to hit the dog. Of course, I wouldn't do that, right? And I'm never going to give her away because she's my dog and I love her at some level. I love her. No, when she comes into the studio, she's so cute. She comes in and she just lays down. She does. And just is so sweet. Yeah, she's so sweet. And then second. It's it's to do with the door. I think it's to do with her anxiety around me. If I'm not, if I'm being really honest, Mm -hmm. I think it's her anxiety around me. I think she has, she identified early. That she imprinted she on you. imprinted on me. <laughs> and anytime I'm like doing something, she gets anxious, right? Yeah. And she wants to know what's going on. She wants to be right at my feet. And she barks at me because she wants to alert me that she's not comfortable with the situation. But that could be just walking to the kitchen. <laughs> it's like, I do this every day. It's okay. <laughs> so sometimes I'm just trying to go get a bite to eat and she's just barking incessantly at me. And I'm like, Jesus, Jones, Blue. <laughs> Do you settle down for just two fucking seconds? Could we not have this? Could we not? But you're right. If I'm sitting here quietly doing my work, yeah. she'll sit at my feet. She's she'll so lay sweet. at my feet. She'll do, she won't do a damn thing. Mm-mm. It's not until I get up, start walking or talking to somebody that she mm-hmm. starts barking. So it's like I've got, I don't know. It's like You've I've got, got a, a, hold over a bad colon problem <laughs> where I just fart all the time. You know, I feel <laughs> I feel like I'm, I've got this dog. That well, that's just, how you came up with Queefcoin. Queefcoin, my friend, is going to take off. If Dogecoin got to a dollar, Queefcoin's going to get to two. Dogecoin's not at a dollar. Well, it was at a dollar. I don't think, actually, I never think it made it to a dollar. I think it was like 56 cents. When like uh, Mark Cuban and all those people were talking yeah. about, wasn't everybody in on Dogecoin for a second? It you, seemed like it, some kind of coin. I think it was a joke that kind of took on a... Uh, it was a joke that then became like a pyramid scheme <laughs> that everybody got involved in. Yeah. Let me buy a million Dogecoin. It'll move the market. Mm-hmm. Then I can sell it at the top and then everybody down below loses. And that's how these things go because it's an investment and not that. But I wish I could sell blue. How do you, <laughs> how do you put her on the market? 
Maybe blue could be the one NFT that makes money. You know what? That's actually not a bad idea. So yeah. what do I do? Put her in the printer? <laughs> yes. I just put her in the printer and suck her up as a JPEG? Yes. It seems like that's what some of these NFTs do. They're literally just like, you know, pictures that you put into a printer right. and then someone buys it for a million dollars. At least that was the promise that of NFT. Was, that was what was happening yeah. for a good little while, like a year. Was it about a year? I feel like NFT? all of 2020 and most of 2021 just was dedicated to NFTs. NFTs. Every Twitter space, every clubhouse room, everything was dedicated to yeah. NFT, Cheers NFT, to anybody NFT. that actually made money. I think there were a lot of people that made money. Yeah. I think there were a lot of people who made money, and then I think there were a lot of people who had money. Like, they had NFTs that were worth maybe millions of dollars. Right, and now they're not. Now they're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The internet is soiled, littered with people who lost their shirts on NFTs. And I feel bad for them. I really do. Because had I had any money, I might have gotten into NFTs myself. (laughs) (laughs) But lucky for me, I don't have any money, so I can't buy any NFTs. (laughs) You can't lose what you don't have. That's just a reality. (laughs) Am I right or am I right? You're right. Right, 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 right. Uh, Right, 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 (laughs) right. Okay, let's take a break and we'll be back. Ugh, finally. I feel like I was waiting forever for my turn to talk. Now that I have you, go to tcbpodcast.com to find all of our audio and video content and follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. Want it to be your turn to talk? Call us and spill the tea at 626-ASK-TCB3 and you may hear your voice on the show. You can also text us your tea at 855-TCB-8383 and boy, do we love to hear it. Anyway, take a listen to our sponsors and let's get back to the show. Hey, everybody, wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Okay, do you want to know what the single biggest challenge for me as a single person was? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking nutritious meals. Do you want to know what the biggest challenge for me as a human with 25 to 60 family members living in my house? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking a nutritious meal. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's a big stress point around here. And since I don't really know how to cook, that stress often falls on other family members. But this holiday season, we're going to try something different. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help us fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to our door. Because Factor's never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, all you have to do is heat and enjoy. You can choose from over 35 weekly flavor-packed, fresh and never-frozen meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. And guess what? It's all delivered right to your front door. With Factor, we we can be assured that we're making sustainable choices. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. Hey, look at that, a company who's trying to do some good. So head to factormeals.com slash commercial break five zero and use the code commercial break five zero to get 50% off. That's code commercial break five zero at factormeals.com slash commercial break five zero and get 50% off. We also want to thank Factor for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Last episode, Chrissy and I, we're going through all of our favorites here on on the first couple of weeks of the uh, season number five. We're going through some of our old favorites, some of the uh, people we've been rusing on for a long time. And one of our favorites here is the PUA, the pickup artist known as Adam the Liar here at the commercial break. I think his real name is Adam Lyons. It is. Uh, We dubbed him the liar. We we dubbed him the liar. Adam the Liar Lyons. Because some of the stuff he says is just way too outrageous to believe. I mean, honestly, if you thought some of my stories were unbelievable, you should hear some of this guy's stories. And you will, because we're reviewing him at the 21 convention. The 21 convention is a place place where men don't have to stand alone in the war against men. Yeah. Yes. We looked it up. Defeat your enemy by poking them in the <laughs> vagina with your penis. 
I guess is how it goes. I'm not sure. Yeah, they have an app and everything. Yeah, now. they have an app and everything. I don't think they do the convention anymore. <laughs> Probably it was standing room only. It got so popular. They couldn't have a place to fit it. But I love on the website how they have these like fake reviews. It's like four stars. You know, this guy is professional. Professional what? I'm a professional asshole. The one was just, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, great. Wow. Who said that? They don't even have a name. It just says, I loved it in quotations with four stars. I loved it. I loved it. Didn't learn anything, but it was a lot of fun to hang out with other guys in the war against women. Or war, war against, against men. men. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> so uh, last time we left off, Adam was telling us about the other PUAs who are going to be here at the 21 convention. He's giving a speech. It's like two hours long. We're obviously not going to go through two hours. But I didn't want to leave you hanging because we just got through a little bit of it last time. So I thought we would go through some more of it yeah. today here on this episode. Well, he, he dropped a bomb that, you know, other some of the other people PUAs out there cannot close. Can't close. They yeah. can open. A yeah, set. They can game. You got to understand some of the verbiage too. Here, they can game. <laughs> That's right. You got to understand some of the verbiage. If this is the first time listening to the commercial break, PUA is a pickup artist. Opening a set means you are hitting on a girl. It's like a cold open. Like yeah. you're walking. Like a like, cold hey, sales baby. phone call. Yeah. What was it? Uh, wh- what the fish? Something about who, fish? Who lays longer? <laughs> Who has a bigger dick, a fish or a chicken? I don't know what it is. Something about that. But Adam is explaining that the number one problem he's realized about the community of men who take advice from PUAs. <laughs> is that people are taking <laughs> advice from PUAs? Yeah, it's, that's, I think you missed that's that That's the one. problem I yeah. see. Me too. But the number one problem he's, he's identified, he's, the number two problem he's identified, yep. is that they cannot close, mm-hmm. meaning they cannot get in bed with a woman. Well, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> You think someone would pay $5,000 to show up to your shitty conference in Orlando if they, in fact, had a gaggle full of ass around them? (laughs) If their tip was wet 24 hours a day, you think they'd be showing up here? No, they'd have too much time on their hands with women. That's why they're here. So automatically, this guy is like a preacher, right? He's coming in and he's telling you what all the problems you obviously have are. I love when a preacher comes out and he says, you're broke. Pray to Jesus. Well, everybody's broke, you asshole. (laughs) You have health problems, pray to Jesus. Well, no shit. I mean, it's just so obvious, but he's identifying with them. He's he's emotionally pulling them in by saying, I I know what your problem is. And he's also was he was also posturing about how shitty everybody else is, but he just goes into this long story about oh my picking God. up a girl and she was down to lay that yeah. night or what? SNL. What? Same night Same lay. Same night lay. <laughs> SNL. Yeah. And then he was having sex in his flatmate's bed. And then, anyways, we're yeah, not going to get, into, get the into it. It was absolutely disgusting it was and awful. gross. Squirting and blood and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah. You don't even want to know about yeah. it. It's like the most disgusting opening story to tell yeah, in a speech. But he's like, oh. <laughs> That's where the real problems come in. He was explaining that the real challenges that somebody had emailed him and said, it's such a challenge when I'm doing an opening set. And he said, no, the real challenges come when you're closing yeah. because then they squirt all over you. <laughs> There's hazards. There's cleaning bills involved. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a dick. He's such a yeah, dick. Okay. So without further ado, trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. Let's get back into Adam here at the 21 convention. Uh, he's going to talk about the next PUAs, the other PUAs that are at the conference. Uh-huh. Going to help these guys out. Three people that I know don't have a problem with closing. And they're people that live in your area. <coughs> so they're people that you definitely want to meet and hang out with. You know, like one of them is Sin. Sin's a really good friend of mine. And I promise you that guy does not have a problem closing. We literally tangled <laughs> dicks on Tuesdays. <laughs> It's called Tiddly Tick on Tuesday. <laughs> we cross the streams there's, all the time. There's three people in your area. In your area. That you should be hanging what out. What area with. is that? The Western Hemisphere? <laughs> I mean, what is he talking about? If you've met him, you'll know. You can see the kind of person he comes across as. He's not the kind of guy. You can see the kind of person he comes across as, not the kind of person he is. Exactly. <laughs> we have an Instagram reel that has almost a million views. And it's what when I said one time, I said, don't you know what kind of person I think I, I am? am? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he just said. And it's going to freak out if a girl is lying down naked in front of him. You know, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna go for it. 
He's gonna go for it. What? Oh my god! Wait, 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 wait. Okay, he hold on. Sin, yeah. sin. This guy, sin. I guess. Yes. He. Uh, if a girl lays down naked, he's gonna go for it. He's gonna. He's the kind of guy who's gonna go for okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is that? The kind of guy that ends up in jail? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. Geez. Sexual battery? What are you talking about? <laughs> this is terrible. Sin. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna go for it. Spear in Miami. Spear. Spear. <laughs> what are these guys doing? Spear in Miami. Spear, sin, and lion over here. <laughs> it's a. It's a triple threat. Spear. Spear. Spear in Miami. I open. <laughs> I open. <laughs> he kidnaps. Spear gets him. Spear. <laughs> Somebody else who really doesn't have a problem closing. Whatever you may think of his methods. Or By the way, these names sound like names from like a kid's cartoon. <laughs> like a, the evil trio from a Ah, <laughs> oh, sin. Dun, 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 dun. Spear. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> The lion! <laughs> but Mickey Mouse is here to defeat them! The way that he goes about, or potentially his dress, I'm not going to pick on him about his dress, he's a friend of mine, but, you know, whatever. He's a good friend. The point is... He's a good friend, I just like to, you know, <laughs> tell him how shitty he is all the time. He was dressed the worst. Oh, but he's a friend, God. I love him. He's a friend of mine, I, I love him, I love him. He's morally bankrupt, but I love him. He's great. He does clothes. And the guy that, that from P-Way training has been up here, psych. But I know he's psych. psych, psych, spear, sin, and lion, <laughs> and mystery. Sin. Let's throw in mystery. Yeah, yeah. Mystery. I mean, are, are these their like PUA names? Of course they are. Okay, so they're not like, hey, what's your name? It's Spear. It's part of the attractiveness <laughs> I think about coming into one of these like communities is that you get a cool you name. Get a cool yeah, name. it's like they're like sixth graders. <laughs> Honestly. Your spear. Yeah. Your sin. Your sin. Your spike. Your chlamydia cock. <laughs> your bad dresser. Already, there's a guy that can close. They all live in Florida. That's really cool. I'm sure they would love me right now to pitch their programs. Don't. Just take them out for a drink. Get them drunk. They'll teach you for free. <laughs> I'm sure they're happy to hear that rousing endorsement. <laughs> Don't worry about paying them. <laughs> Just go get drunk with them. They'll teach you for free. <laughs> they all live in Florida. Yeah, all in Florida. You don't Meanwhile, say. It yeah. takes like 13 hours to go from tip to top. Of I know. Florida. Yeah, <laughs> it's the biggest state in the. I mean, it's the longest state, I think, in the country. Maybe oh, Texas. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I'm totally wrong. It's the seventh largest state in the union. <laughs> <laughs> But you get the point. But there's three yeah. in Florida. Well, there's three. Guys, you just take out and get, get them drunk, drunk and you are going to get laid, laid, mm, laid. They'll teach you all their secrets. Yeah. How wonderful these guys must feel. They're like, great. This bunch of assholes are going to try and buy me drinks at the Chili's. <laughs> all three of those guys drink. When they get a little bit of whiskey in them, free lessons. Yeah? Take them out and get them drunk. I don't even want to learn about game. I just want to get you drunk. And then start asking them. Take advantage of the fact they live in your area. It's a great thing to do, yeah? Like, especially as they really do know what they're talking about. But I, I want to help you. I, I wanna... but, but now that, but pay me. Don't pay them. <laughs> right. Yeah. What a terrible, Also, terrible... how are you supposed to get in touch with Sin? Like, I mean, say you're in I Tampa. Don't. Yeah. And you live Sin in is up Orlando. in Orlando. In yeah. St. Augustine. What is he doing? Just riding around the bars looking? <laughs> Anybody seen Sin? <laughs> Or Spear? Or Cheetos? <laughs> or Tire Iron? I'm looking for Spear. Or Wheelchair? I'm looking for one of those guys. Spear in Miami. Spear. I'll give you something while I am here. And I want to take you through some steps of closing. <laughs> and there are some very big issues that, that people fuck up. Okay? And, and I do want to, excuse my French, I do want to help you help you through this. Yeah, excuse, excuse my, my language French. now. Yeah, now. Or earlier I, just, I was talking about I talked a menstrual story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my God. Please. This guy is so disingenuous, honestly. The first thing you've got to realize is it's a logistical problem. I would say nine times out of ten, the reason you're not getting laid is a logistical problem. And this, uh, this student comes up to me one day. He goes, Adam, I've got this problem. I can never bring a girl back to my place. So like, well, dude, do you, do you have a justified reason for it? You know, I, I start going through everything. I live with my parents. 
I'm currently living in a Motel 6 with six other PUAs. We're in the program. It's me, wheelchair, dabs. Signature and bull ride. We're all in there together. Now listen, just get us drunk and we'll tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, yeah, I've got all that, I've got all that. And I'm thinking, I don't understand why you can't get this girl back to your place. Like, what's the problem? Like, like, is there anything unusual about your house I should know? He goes, oh yeah, I live two and a half hours away from the nightclub. What? Like, well, that would- Wait. <laughs> this sounds strangely like a night that Chrissy and I had one night. <laughs> Didn't we take a two-hour cab ride <laughs> to a bar one time? <laughs> it's like $180. <laughs> But we had to go for work. I know. We had to go for work. <laughs> but it was way Yeah. Wild. But we knew that driving 200 right. miles was not an option. We took a cab. We knew the alcohol was too inviting. We were never going to get out of there sober. It just wasn't going to happen. So we took a cab all the way there, and then we're like counting dollars to see if we had enough money to get the cab home. <laughs> you got a five? <laughs> I think we're up to 100. I've got some change. Yeah, I know. I think we paid that guy in loose coins. <laughs> if only Queef Coin was Yeah, if only Queef Coin was around. Queef <laughs> 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 Coin. <laughs> Who? Why is this? <laughs> why, why is this guy going two and a half hours to the nightclub? To the nightclub? His nightclub? Because Florida is the size of Amsterdam. It's the size of... Fucking Netherlands. I mean, there's probably one a little closer than two and a half hours. And yes, this makes sense. A girl is not going to come back to your No. <laughs> I'm being kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's going to sober up in that there's time. There's the in Everglades. Yeah. <laughs> I live in the middle of the Everglades at a gator factory. Hit me. I'm like, that would be your problem then. You have a logistical issue. And he goes, yeah, but right, if I've gamed her well enough, she'll just want to come back, right? Yeah, <laughs> if you've gamed her well enough over a month, perhaps. That two and a half hour journey is long and boring at the end of a night of fun and drinking and merriment. It's enough time to sober up. It's enough time to get so- It's enough time to, to sober, sober up, up and realize exactly. what an asshole you really <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah, you can't yeah. let him get sober. Do you mind dropping me off here? <laughs> it's the middle of the Everglades. I'll take my chances with the alligators. I got in the car and you played Rush. I knew it was over. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of Rush? <laughs> I'm out. See you later. Well acquainted that you could in the back of the cab on the way home, let alone wait until you get home. In fact, the cab is a better logistical offer than your house. You've got to plan it. Like, you've got to take into account these logistics. And I was saying 90% of the time, the thing that's fucking you up is logistics. You haven't planned for them. Me, my logistics were always completely, perfectly flawless. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> Always flawless. When I'm ready to Perfect. open a set, I go look over at Spear <laughs> and Chucha, and I say, hey, boys, what's the plan? If we game it out on a whiteboard, they're at the bar. <laughs> I'm going to rent a motel room next door. <laughs> I'm going to have a wheelchair ready for when she passes out. And I'm going to roll over into an ADA accessible room. Oh my god. Oh. I set everything up to a T before I went out. Lights, music, everything was set up. And I'm going to take you through how I would go about setting things up before I left my house. <laughs> you know why I did it before I left my house? I did it so it would be ready for when I came home. I also put pressure on myself because I know that I've set up my house to be well suited. He's not even saying, like, getting her back to the house. I thought that was the problem. That was the problem. But, but Adam is but he's Adam is flawless. Yeah, he's, so, he's he, not addressing the actual yeah, yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> All these guys taking lessons for Frankie B. <laughs> Don't actually address the actual question. Talk around it. That's so many of our problems today in the United States have to do with talking around the actual yeah. problem. And this guy is a perfect example. The guy said, I live two and a half hours away from the bar. You know what I would say? Did Go you set a, up your music? Yeah, did you set up your music? <laughs> did you set up your music? Did your you put, lights? Did you, your music? You need to get some yeah. candles, put them in your car, light them up, get the music playing, keep the engine running, have a condom, 
tied to two little strings. When you open the door, you slide right into it. <laughs> Pants down, condom on. That's right. And they get a little bucket, a little like toy bucket. And as soon as you hit those strings, it flies down with lube. You got a condom ready to go with lube. You're leaving too many things up to chance. You got to get it all prepped before you go. <laughs> Takes me four days to prep my house. <laughs> I have my condom set up in a little loop. I run in the door, drop my trowel, run into the condom, fully hard, ready to go. I jump on the bed. I grab her. I'm like Ferris Bueller before when he set up the room. <laughs> I've got a string attached to a, to a mannequin. I open the door, the mannequin falls over, the condom comes on, lube applied, air wick goes off, fresh scent, baby. Queef coin ready to go. Done and dusted. I mean, when I come home to get laid, I know that if I come home without a girl, I feel really stupid walking through my house alone. So it always encouraged me to make sure I actually did something about it, that I brought somebody home. I want to remind everybody in the audience, Adam is married. <laughs> he's not even single. He's married. So he has no clue what he's talking about because he's married. He goes home to the same person every night yeah. and he will tell you that he does. And I'm going to take, take you through it. What I did in my house was I set up the lighting so that by the front door, it was really, really light. But in my bedroom, there was a low glow. <laughs> a low glow. <laughs> you know those Halloween glow sticks? <laughs> oh my god. I put them around the floor. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. This is so dick. So, I mean, he's just telling me about what he does or did or would do. Yeah. Uh, but again, this is not, they're not telling anything about getting the girl from there to your house. This is why I never got late. I didn't get like a ton of action when I was single is because I would just turn off the lights before I left. Yeah. That's what I would do. TV off, lights off, just like my dad taught me. Don't waste electricity. There's people on earth who don't have electricity. Turn it off. Uh, and then I'd come in and flip on the lights. Like what else you need to do? I know. Yeah. To the house. It was like tiered like this. So each room got slowly tiered. lighter as you got to the front door. It's the reason like is, got lighter. <laughs> it got lighter as you went the front door. What is this, Disney World? What? Are we on Pirates of the Caribbean oh, or what's going God. on here? I had mood lighting on when you walk into my house. The first thing you do is turn the light switches on. It would kill any hope I had of creating that sexual mood. So I had the light switch on by the front of the she house. She saw me. <laughs> She got me. I'm done. Boom. That's why I have the Uber waiting outside. If she hits the light switch, I say, Uber's outside, baby. Sorry. Sorry I wasted your time. She'd come in. And it'd be bright. I'd be like, this is my house. Oh, lovely. I'd be like, hey, let me take you through to the next room. And as you walk down, the light's a bit dimmer. And dimmer. And dimmer. Until you're in the bedroom. That's how it works. You create that light, that nice little mood swing goes through. Okay. <laughs> if anybody oh in the audience God. is believing that this actually uh, yeah. works... You're a fucking moron. I don't know a single woman, and I know a lot of them, just like most of us do, who are way smarter than this. Yes. Like, they they are not looking to sleep with you based on the lighting in your apartment. (laughs) They want to know. Your tiered lighting. Yeah, your tiered lighting. If they're looking to get laid, they're going to have sex with you. If they're not looking to get laid, it's not going to happen. That's, they're human beings. Just like the rest of us. And I do not walk into my house and decide get a boner based on the light. I just don't. It's a fact. Well, maybe if the maybe if that bulb is sexy, it's got those nice curves. Those old style light bulbs. All right. With the bubble butt, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, get me some. Right in that filament. This thing is music. You guys bring a girl home. Like some people, especially poors, they're shocked when they bring a girl home. They don't know what's oh my god, she's she's in my house. I better find some music. And then they're going to spend half an hour looking through iTunes. No good, no good, no good. I had a playlist set up specifically for bringing a chick home. Specifically the specifically. same night yeah. lay Who playlist. Who spends a half an hour? SNL playlist. Yeah, SNL playlist. <laughs> same night lay playlist. Who spends a half an hour looking through a playlist figuring out what to play? No. Chrissy. Yeah, no. 
<laughs> Half song only. That's who does. Half song only. Uh, I know. You're a good DJ. The way it went through was the first few tracks were quite nice, upbeat club tracks that continued from the nightclub. Around the world, around the world, around the world, around the world. Hey, let me take you into the next bedroom. Are you a little Jack Johnson? <laughs> That's the, yeah. <laughs> Dave Matthews. Yeah. Crash into me. <laughs> I'm a sound. I'm a sound. Crash into me. <laughs> and then Sade at yeah. the end. <laughs> exactly. And then slowly moved down lower and lower and lower until about 12 songs down when it was like slow pumping music. Right? And that's that's how it Since when is slow pumping music? Fucking drum and bass kid. <laughs> what? I would have that entire thing going through my house. And I just had this playlist. Now, do not make the typical stupid mistake of calling your playlist Adam's fucking music, okay? That's not cool. You go, I'm just going to put some music on. Adam's fucking music. <laughs> like, oh no, I mean, God. it's my fucking music. Not, whatever. It's bad. It's bad all round. Right? The fact that you're having to say cool. that. <laughs> yeah, he's just making this up as he goes along. He's just making it up as he goes along. He's trying desperately to string an hour of conversation together that makes any kind of sense whatsoever. And he's wasting time on side notes. Oh, that ma- This is not... Th- these guys cannot communicate with the opposite sex because they have some kind of block. That's what they need to get rid of is the block. You need to install yes. some confidence in who they are as a person so that they feel confident to talk to other people. Yeah, not tricks. That's right. Tricks are not going to do it. <laughs> it might do it once, but it's not going to do it a lot. I promise you. <laughs> cool. I think mine was called like Chill Out. That's a nice thing, Chill Out. Like, that was a good name. So can't have a name for it. And then you just walk in. I go, I'm just going to play whatever I was listening to earlier. Play. Oh, yeah. It's some rock tracks I was listening to before getting out. Whatever it is, yeah? So you've got that entire thing just easing over the music's playing. The next thing you want to sort out. Well, what you is make this? Sure that your bedroom- How do you get them back to the house, Adam? How do you open up the conversation? How do you make it interesting enough for the person to stay around 15 minutes so that you can actually get a phone number or have that conversation with them? You know what that's all about? What's in here, not what's out there. Yeah. And so he's he's paying attention to all the stuff that's out there, but he's missing the entire point yeah. because he doesn't know no. how to how to get how to make that point. He has mm-hmm. no idea, no answers. In a good state. You don't want her to come in to find some leftover stains from a girl that you had on all fours earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Clean up. Keep your room in a nice state so that when she comes in, it looks good. It looks like you feel good after yourself. I was talking earlier about the little clues that you'll give away to a girl that says you have no females in your life. A messy flat is one of them. When a girl comes into your apartment, if it's a state, she's going to be like, oh my God, you need to tidy this up. I have a female friend that when she comes to my house, she cleaned the whole thing. Just because she couldn't stand to sit in dirt. This is right over for me. This is a true gentleman right here. <laughs> you let some human being come in and clean your apartment. And one of his friends. <laughs> friends. I, I've been friends with Chrissy for 17 years. Never once has she cleaned my apartment or my house. You want to know why? I do it myself. Yeah, exactly. I fend for myself. Oh my Unbelievable. All right, let's take a break and we'll be back with more uh, whatever this is. <laughs> in a little while. Okay, I gotta take a break. A deep breath. What was that? Oh, Queef Guy. Queef Guy. Let's cut to the chase. We love you and we want to hear your sweet, angelic voices asking us for advice. So give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 626 Ask TCB3. If you're not ready for that kind of commitment, which I understand, send us a text instead at 855-TCB-8383. And as always, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And this wouldn't be a TCB promo if I didn't tell you to go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Commercial Break, to watch all of our amazing video edits. You can also go to tcbpodcast.com to find everything we have ever put on the website. Let's listen to some sponsors, and then we are back on track, baby. Love you. Bye.
All right, back with more Adam the Liar. Here we go. Come over Thursday afternoon. She's like, why? I'm going out Thursday evening. And she'd be like, I don't get it. I'm like, no, it's fine. Just come over. I'll make lunch. And she'd sit there. She'd be sitting down. She'd be like, oh my gosh, your dishes. I just have to do them. I'm like, oh, all right. What a jerk. What an asshole. What the goddamn it, dude. Honestly, I Adam. I mean, even his friends. You even take advantage <laughs> of your friends and their kindness. That's how you roll. <laughs> you invite them over before you go out so that they'll get irritated by your messiness and clean up. You take advantage of their OCD. Is that what you do? Like you take advantage of all the other women oh in your my life? God. You fucktwad. Love you to come on the show, Adam. Jeez. Love it. Just please come on because we'll have a frank discussion about how bad you really are at this. <laughs> really. And I am no expert. I'm not claiming to be an expert, but I'm a human being. I know. And all it takes is a human being to see what a fucking shit job you're doing at teaching these guys how to approach the opposite sex or yeah. the same sex or whatever they're into. Oh my God, the hoovering. When was the last time you hoovered? No, I, I, think, I think actually you were the last one that hoovered. Two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. I'll do that for you. All right. Okay. And that was great. Like, that was a nice little relationship we had. Here's your egg she, salad the, sandwich. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I cut it into little soldiers for you, Adam. Here you go. You want a binky? You need a nap nap? <laughs> you want to suck on my tits for a few minutes? God. This is the kind of relationship we had, he said. Mm. This is the nice relationship we had. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Clean my whole house. I'd go clubbing in the evening, come back, clean house. Plan it out. Make sure everything's right. Like women will, they do that. Plan it out. Take advantage of all the people in your life before you hit the clubs, not after. Oh, God. Oh, my God. He's throwing a wrench into everybody's plan now here, too. They're like, shit, I've got to find a female yeah, friend. Yeah, shit, i got to actually talk to people. <laughs> you find a female friend. i gotta clean up, I got to clean up the Mountain Dew cups from my computer room. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right, you've seen it. If you're talking to a girl and your collar's like this, that kills them. I'm saying there's like three girls in the room. I've got my collar like this, and they're going like this. All they want to do is come up here and fix it. They do. They groom people. They try and help you look better, right? That's what they're specifically looking to do. So you're going to give away the fact. That's what women are looking yeah, to do? Groom it. you and clean Just, your house? Yeah, that's it. Wow. You're born that way. Who raised you? <laughs> oh who raised you, Adam? And how proud she must be. Ah, uh, yeah. You've got absolutely zero skills with women if those little touches are wrong. The final thing that was incredibly important, I made sure that by, by the side of my bed were condoms. Condoms. <laughs> Condom. <laughs> oh, my God. You had that problem, you bring a chick home, oh, my God, I've got no condoms. Anyone that nods at that, shame on you. <laughs> that means you had no anticipation of getting laid. You assumed you weren't going to get it. You were just like, yeah, I'm not going to get laid, so I don't need condoms. Have condoms by the side of your bed. Jared's like, I've got it in my pocket, actually. It's like, it's like I keep it here. Yeah. Like, you've got to make sure you've got them in the right place where you're going to need them, right? Put them right where you need them. I've got mine right here. Yeah. I want to stick one down your throat, Adam, and see what happens. That's what I want to do. Um, another thing that I had specifically is when I went out clubbing, I used to bring my motorcycle helmet with me. I brought a spare. I brought a spare. <laughs> I brought a spare. <laughs> and by motorcycle, I mean one of those sprees. <laughs> oh my God. The things with two wheels and a lawnmower. Just walk it in with. Okay. Uh, yeah, keep going. I got to hear this. Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in with two bicycle, like two motorcycle helmets. helmets yeah. Who's the other helmet for? I don't know. Maybe you. <laughs> Could be the lucky girl. My friend just cleaned up my apartment. The lights are low, and I got my fucking playlist ready to go. Are you ready? Hop on the bike, my back of my tricycle, and let's go. Ching ching. I bring an extra. Helmet. Oh my god, this is too funny. <laughs> England, it was illegal for somebody to ride as a passenger on a motorbike with that helmet. If I didn't have a spare helmet, I couldn't bring her home. I said something about myself when I went out with two helmets. I said, I'm bringing a girl home. You said something about yourself. I, mean, <laughs> I can just see it's him. It's kind of like, hard to sidle up to the bar, too. With yeah, like, two big motorcycle <laughs> helmets. I mean, unless you have a place to put them. But, I mean, I imagine he's walking in with them. They get stolen all the time. 
But now he's saying that it says something about you. Yeah. And I can just see the streets of London <laughs> packed with people on each side. And Adam's riding down with his little scooter. He's going to get laid. <laughs> he's, he's got two. Yeah. He's, he's got two helmets. He's got two. <laughs> he's the Queef coin founder. <laughs> <laughs> I say something about myself when I walk into a bar with two helmets. Either I'm going to take someone home or someone just left. One of the two. But it says something. Two helmets. And every night I came back with a chick. Plan of course your you logistics. Yeah. Logistics is the one thing that will mess you up, okay? The one thing. It's the one thing that will yeah, mess you up? It. In the whole process of meeting a girl and... Finding the right one to bed, it's the one thing that'll mess you up. If you get logistics, if you just turn your lighting on yeah. correctly in the house before you leave, you're guaranteed to get mm-hmm. laid. I had this, uh, this, this, this uh, one, of my, uh, one of my instructors, he turns up at my apartment, uh, not even my apartment, my, my hotel room, at like 2 a.m. with these four chicks and another guy. And they come back and he comes up to me like, Adam, are you sleeping? I'm like, I was. And he goes, okay. He comes up. I open the door and he goes, Adam, are you sleeping? <laughs> no, shithead, I'm at the door. <laughs> are you sleeping? <laughs> yes, I'm sleeping while I'm talking to you here at the door. <laughs> Dumb shit. I've got some chicks back to the room. I'm going to sell them free some. I'm like, I think it's going to be a bit hard. He's like, why? I'm like, because I'm in the room. And he's like, yeah, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll keep it quiet. What, was he staying so, with you? Yeah, dude, what? <laughs> Guy can't afford his own hotel room? You guys are bunking up? The Pois community is not making you that much money? I bet you it's making more money than the podcast community is. That's true. I bet you that. Touché. Yeah. Here's the girls back to the room. They spend an hour in the room trying to have a quiet party with no music. And then the girls leave because it's a bit freaky. And the next morning he says... What happened to the guy? Well, he said four girls and another guy. Four guy, four girls, another guy. So now you've essentially They're just picturing, like yeah. the, you know, whatever hotel it is. But there's like two double beds. <laughs> Adams and one. The Hampton Inn in Orlando. Yeah. To sleep while well, they're playing his "Fuck Me" playlist, <laughs> trying to get the lighting correct. <laughs> This makes no sense whatsoever. This is why Adam is a liar. Yeah. Because this makes no sense. You don't just go back to sleep and there's a bunch of people partying in your room. I mean, that's called passed out, not sleeping, okay? There's a big difference. I don't know what I did wrong. I'm like, what's that? He goes, I shouldn't have brought him to the room. I said, no, you shouldn't have. It was really stupid. And I think in his head, he thought that bringing them to AFC Adam would make it easier to sleep with them. I don't know. I think that's, I think that was his thinking. I think he was like, I want to have a threesome and AFC Adam is my friend. AFC Adam. AFC Adam. I didn't know that was... Is that his name? A fucking champ? I don't know. (laughs) AFC Adam. AFC Adam. What is that? I gotta know. I'm doing some homework on this one. Yeah. Rumi's in. So I'll bring the threesome to his room. Then I'll definitely get it. I'm sure that was like in his head. But like it doesn't work that way. Like poor's can't... I don't don't have that. Yeah, this this is a lie. Of course Adam would never be like, sure, I'm still going to go to sleep. But come come on in. No one would do that. No one. No one. No, dude. We are grown adults. Get your your own room. Go home. Whatever it is. I don't know. Or you're welcome to spend the night in my place, but you got to get rid of the seven additional people that are with you. It's a fucking Hampton Inn. We're not staying at the high roller suite in the fucking wind. Come on. Let's get it together. Welcome. I bless this threesome. Make it happen. I don't don't have that. Uh, not that I know of. Uh, not that I know. Of. So uh, maybe Neil Strauss does. I don't. Okay, he's higher than me. I don't know, but whatever. So he's higher than me. What? Who's Neil Strauss? I don't know. He's Neil higher Strauss. in the POA or PUA <laughs> chain. The POA. The POA chain. Oh, I think he's another famous uh, POA, mm, like he's mystery. Than him. Yeah, he's I think higher. mystery is at the top, and then there's like Neil Strauss, <laughs> Michael Anthony, and then comes these lower like grade ones. I don't know. Somebody's got to come on and give me the whole rundown. I, know. I need an org chart. Is there an org chart exactly. for the plaza? Logistical problem. He needed to take him somewhere where they would be okay with it. He had to go somewhere else. So logistics will fuck you up, man. So pr- look after logistics. Like if, if you can look after anything, look after logistics. Logistics can get you laid as well. If you plan your logistics right, and we're going to talk about this, if you've got a justified reason to do absolutely everything, 
If you can justify bringing her back to your house, and then you can justify playing the music, and you can justify the sex, it's all going to happen. So logistics can, can be justify. a very big Justify? I know. What? <laughs> why, why would you have to justify playing music at your own house? What's going on? Who do you need permission from? Oh, I guess there's, a, there's an organization. You have to go to the top. <laughs> yes. You got to send a quick email. Hit them up on Slack. <laughs> can I play the music? No, 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 no. No reason to play music. Denied. Are you, are you justified? <laughs> Denied. Beneficial <laughs> thinking. All right. She's not going to make this easy for you because she doesn't want to be a slut. If she's making it easy for you, beware. Okay? Because you're probably not the first person she's made it easy for. That's why you keep the condoms. That's why you keep the condoms mm-hmm. next to your bed. That's right. Yeah. And he's the one who just told a story about the girl the same night, same night down lay. the lake. Yeah, yeah. the SNL. The, he, 9,000 times. 99.999% of the time he does SNLs. That's so stupid. He's really contagious. So be very careful if she's making it that easy. You don't want it to be easy. You want it to be a challenge. You don't want a chick that's just going to jump on top of you and do whatever you want instantly. You want to work for it a bit. You want to make it happen. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. What yeah, are you no. talking about? <laughs> no human wants friction in that kind of situation. We, of course, want it to be easy. And it flows and it's back and forth and everybody's excited and you get all hot and bothered. If you have to work for it, it feels... It, yes, of course, you should work for love. That's not what I'm saying. But we're not talking about love. We're talking about a lay. If you go to a bar looking to get laid, I promise you the last thing you want is her saying no all the time. It just makes sense. You think these guys came here to tell you how hard it's going to be? No, they want the easy answers. You've got to make sure that you're leading the situation. She ain't going to do it. She doesn't want to be a slut. So you're going to have to make sure that you're controlling these situations, guiding her through, and making sure that you're, you're pushing forward for the next step. One of the best ways of doing it. Want to make this. sure you're ordering drink after drink. <laughs> drink after, after drink, drink after drink. <laughs> pushing through to the next step. <laughs> this is like a sales seminar oh, or something. Oh, so bad. I feel it's like so I'm at, bad. I feel like I'm at a sales conference <laughs> at the old radio station. I know. Is to be empathic. Now, this is something that I've noticed makes great poors different from people that aren't great poors. Poors. It's the ability to observe someone's facial expressions and tone of voice and language and understand what emotion that person's feeling. I can talk to a girl and very quickly I can tell whether she's completely freaked out by me or if she's attractive. My experience of talking to so many women has helped me with that. Is that most of them are freaked out? Yeah, that most of them are freaked out by you? (laughs) What other reaction would you get? I don't know. Oh my God. All right. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, All right. Lord. Okay. I don't know that I can get a whole other section of this. I know. Yeah. No, this goes on for two hours, by the way. AFC. AFC Adam. Adam. <laughs> AFC Adam with the SNL and the Poise. <laughs> and Spike and Spear. and <laughs> Spear? Yeah. Spear. <laughs> Who gave him that Spear name? Spear in Miami. <laughs> Spear in Miami. Oh my God, this is fucking insane, people. I don't know how, why, when, where anybody would take advice from this guy. But here's my advice. Don't take advice from this guy. He's wrong about all of it. So far, so good, Adam. You're wrong about all of it. Do the opposite of what Adam's telling you to do. A well-lit home makes women uh, makes anybody feel comfortable. When you're going home with a stranger, a well-lit house is probably a good thing. <laughs> all right. TCBpodcast.com is where you go to get your queef coin. <laughs> uh, you find out more information about Chrissy and I. You can read all the uh, show notes, all the audio, all the video. It's right there at one location, TCBpodcast.com. And if you'd like your free piggy fronting sticker, you can go there. You hit the contact us button. There's a little drop down menu. It says, I want my sticker. And then you give us your physical address and we'll send it off. Don't be surprised when the sticker are you on mute are you on mute i can't hear you oh no i lost chrissy what happened all right it's okay i'll finish the show all right uh 626 ask tcb the number three that's 626 ask tcb the number three find out more information about (laughs) questions comments concerns i'm totally freaked out that i can't hear you anymore 
I, I know. What happened to you? Oh, there you go. Hello. There you are. <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> there you are. <laughs> Hello. Okay. <laughs> 626 STCB, the number three. Uh, questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. We're taking them all at that phone line. Text or leave us a voicemail. Add the commercial break on Instagram. TCB podcast on TikTok and YouTube.com slash the commercial break for uh, episodes, full episodes, full interviews and clips every single day of the week okay chrissy i guess that's all i can do for today i think so so i'll tell you that i love you i love you best to you best to you and best to you out there in the podcast universe that's all you get so go on and get. get